Good morning! Guess what today is? It's election day. Ba-da-ba-ba. Get out and vote. Get out and vote, everybody. You know, Instagram has been telling you for weeks, for months, gotta go out and vote. Facebook, every corporate brand that doesn't have the balls to have a marketing strategy in 2020, if not to offend anybody, everyone's just telling you to go vote. Doesn't matter who for, just go. Just go vote. And I think part of the the whole corporate fucking thing, right, has been, like, Joe Biden is such a company man. I mean, this guy is so fucking moderate. He would be considered a Tory in England. If Joe Biden was running in England, he'd be a fucking Tory of, like, the Boris Johnson ilk. He is so far to the right of left. Uh, and that's why I think all these all these uh, corporations like go out and vote, guys, uh, because we got to get our company man in there. Uh, because this guy Trump is a little too unre- unreliable for us, you know. <laughs> wow, that was off to a good start. Already, already very cynical, Pat. But how are you doing? How are you doing on election day? How is your mental health? If you need, you can ju- just if you need a moment, just. Turn off the Twitter, just turn off the TV, go for a walk, check out my blog for 10 things you can do to de-stress in this unprecedentedly stressful election. <laughs> I'd like to meet somebody actually that like is so worked up about this shit that needs to step away. I don't know. I mean, I, I saw a meme or like it was not like it was a TikTok, I guess. And it was like some some guy just like vibing, you know, flipping on the TV, looking in the fridge like this is my life if if Trump wins. And then the same loop plays. And it's, if it's if Biden wins and then the third one was like if Kanye wins and like, you know, it's like a party. It's fucking great. I mean, that's is anyone genuinely excited about this? I've never, it's, I guess I've only had a handful of elections that I've been an adult for and voted in, but this is probably the lack of hope that anybody has for the future of either of these two clowns is, uh, it's quite remarkable, actually. So um, I think on this election day, what I would encourage you to do is, is, is don't vote. I think we've talked about this. <laughs> we've talked about this before. Um do you guys? I think we're getting back to the point though, where like this this younger generation is watching like how fucking cringe it is. All these people in their twenties and thirties like giving a fuck about this stuff as if it affects any of us. And I think you got a generation coming up that's looking at this, being like, "Fuck these fucking assholes." And and I think we're gonna we're gonna do a reversal in the next election of back to nobody. It's gonna be edgy once again to not vote. And I think I'm riding the early wave of. You know, the system is broken. Uh, participation in the system is complicity. <laughs> We're going to take the whole Black Lives Matter um, mindset of if you're not actively on the front lines marching every day, you know, you're complicit in the oppression of and that's I think we're going to move in that direction with voting of being like, hey, if you're voting in this system, you're actually a part of the problem. We need you to live outside the system um, and actively just try and fuck with it. I, I think we got a generation of kids that that's going to be the, the new ML. That's my prediction. Calling it right now. 2024, the year of apathy. Um, because I don't think people can keep up this pace of where they're. 
on like a mental break. Apparently, evidently, people are on the verges of mental breakdowns thinking about this stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Pat, how could you say that? Well, as a cisgendered, uh, heterosexual, white, able-bodied, uh, non-veteran man in this society, um, yeah, this stuff doesn't really, doesn't really affect me that much. I, I, <laughs> it really fucking doesn't. And as, and as much as someone tries to tell me it does, it really, I don't know. I don't know. Well, the good news is, though, we're getting out and voting early. I turned myself to a little Wendy's, so I'm, I'm in a good mood. Um, Wendy's has the best breakfast of all the fast foods, by the way, if you guys haven't had it yet. Um, the breakfast potatoes, unbelievable. Um, and then they do something wild over there at Wendy's when you get a breakfast sandwich. The go-to option is Swiss. They have Swiss cheese on a breakfast sandwich, and, and that, is, that is innovative, and it's, it's delicious, so... Uh, if you hear me slurping down a Coke Zero at uh, so early in this morning, that's why. Because I thought I would treat myself. I've been under such bad emotional stress thinking about this election. I just needed to treat myself because I did the right thing. And you can thank – I want everyone to thank me personally for voting. Uh, I have personally saved this republic. From, from what – I'm not sure. Apparently Trump is a fascist. Um, and Joe Biden's a communist. So in voting for neither of those guys, I think I, uh, I saved the republic. So you all are welcome. Um, you, you, may donate to my, you may donate to my cause. My GoFundMe is up. Oh, the other thing too we got to cover today. Uh, this is called a teaser. We got big news. Big, very, very big news. Bigly news. The biggest news the podcasting world has ever seen. Big, 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 big news. Very big news um, at the end that I'm going to make an announcement there for. Um, but yeah, man, I, I don't know. I wonder what's going to happen tonight. I think on one hand, I, I, all this the shit that they're like, you know, putting barricades up and stuff, I think it's a bit overblown. I mean, I, I would love to meet the lunatic, the group of lunatics, that go out and protest, like, an election. Like, this is... It blows my mind that, like, either side is, like, even entertaining this idea that this is going to happen. Because it's it's one of those things, like, I, I liken it to, like, when, when they do active shooter drills in schools. I'm way fucking against those. Because it, it plants the seed in the kids' minds that, you know, there is imminent danger and not... If it happens, but when it happens, like, fucking get under the desk and hide. And then you kind of have this, like, victim syndrome a little bit of being like, well, fuck, I guess we're not fighting or running. We're just going to hide in the desk and wait for him to come. It's that, like, idea where we're, like, indoctrinating kids to live in this fear of, like, there's going to be a shoot. Like, I believe in, the, in humans' ability for fight or flight. Like, that evolutionary training that we had for millions of years when we were fucking apes in the jungle of figuring out relatively quickly whether or not we fight or we run as far as i'm aware in nature i don't think there's a fight flight or fucking hide under a bush and let them let let the bear eat you i I feel like we evolved to either do one of those two basically actually every creature except for perhaps a possum which you know i don't think they could fight 
um, has that has that response. And so we're sitting there being like, tell kids to just fucking hide under a desk. Get get fucking lost. And then training them, and then training them to, to do. In any case, when we're looking out and seeing governments, like, like city city governments, putting up barricades, preparing for some sort of demonstration or violent protest. That's going to happen after what is probably the most legitimate part of our democracy, which is the only, the only, because keep in mind, we live in a republic. It's a republic. So it's not a direct democracy. The most legitimate thing that we do in this system is vote. It's the only time every year, every two years, four, six, how, whatever increment is up for office. that The voters get to literally say, all right, that's what we want. And we have people. That think it's we've gotten to, we've gotten so fucking far down this like it's like protesting is always fucking virtuous. It, it, I cannot imagine protesting the results of a legitimate election, like going downtown and being like so and so won. Therefore, I'm gonna fucking stand outside the courthouse and throw shit at it. it it's just it's and the fact that our government is complicit. And once more stoking this idea that like, oh no, that's, that's, the, that's the appropriate response. It's like, no, your fellow fucking countrymen made a decision. That's, that's, the, that's how we do it here. All right? That's how we do it. More of your countrymen or women, countrymen and women voted for this person. Fucking, you gotta, you gotta figure out a way to handle it. Right? Because we're so, social media, everything has gotten us. We're in our echo chambers. We're so fucking far away from one another that we can't even imagine why you would do one thing or the other. And I don't know if it's, if it's weighted in one way or the other, but I don't know, man. I woke up this morning kind of in a bad mood when I, like, you know, scrolled through my, my feed this morning being like, oh, you know, all these shitty governments. Like, fuck, the White House has got, like, I mean, it looks like two, you know... You know, like, like medieval castles have like two layers of walls. That they, they erected two walls around the White House. You know, the current guy in office is going to legally challenge the results of an election. Again, the most legitimate possible thing we can do in this republic, not a democracy, republic. Um, yeah, and then you got other people on like CNN telling others they're going to take the streets if so-and-so wins, and it's just like, oh, God, what are we fucking doing? And we lap this stuff up, man. Like, we're, we are just lapping it up. I mean, I got, <laughs> I got text messages from my mom and my aunt last night. And I live where I live is a, an urban area, very recently gentrified. Um, but in, in, it, it might be one of the safe, in my opinion, one of the safest parts of the city, granted, walk five minutes in another direction and it, and it gets dicey pretty quickly. But at least where I am, it's, it's fine. And I think most people are actually, you know, from what I've understood, most people that live in this area are, are grateful for what's happened and, and the new housing and the, the shopping and it just the, the improvement that the neighborhood's seen. You talk to some academic, right? Some fucking person that just, some nerd, you know, reading books and, you know, just fucking pissed off that they're at some liberal arts college in bumfuck Ohio and not at NYU writing all this shit about gentrification. I, I don't know. I, I, I get both sides of it. I, I think it was done well here, but in any case, I live in a gentrified neighborhood and um, my, my mom and my aunt texted me both yesterday. My mom actually called saying, 
you know, hey, I'm very worried. I think it's, un- it's going to be unsafe down where you are. Um, I-, I want you to, you know, to come to come home and stay in, the, you know, back in the suburbs. You know, we just we just don't think you know we think people are going to burn the city down. And it's just like, what the f- what? That's what happens when you watch cable news. I swear to God, cable news is the, I don't know, it rots your brain. It really does. Because if if you've spent even 20 minutes down, you know, in this area, if you spend 20 minutes in any neighborhood in America, probably (laughs) sort of like the Capitol Hill neighborhood or whatever in fucking Seattle, I really, really don't think people are going to be burning down this city if an election goes one way or the other. I mean, that's just, that's not how this shit works. But if you watch cable news, they would have you convinced that that's what, that's what everyone's doing. Is that if you're, you know, if, if your team doesn't win, you know, it's time to burn the city down like you're in Vancouver in the Stanley Cup. I don't know, but I think that's part of it too, though, is like we, we've got like this mentality of um, it's like, you know, your, your party becomes your team, right? And like, you remember when you used to get the, you go to like a ball game and they used to have like the all-star ballots, like at the stadium and you'd go and they'd be like, vote for the Reds or vote for whatever team. And you just go and you would punch the holes of literally like the starting nine for your team. <laughs> that's, that's what it's like. And you get these flyers in the mail and you get these expect, like everyone's expectation is you're on our side or you're against us one or the other. And like fill out the ballot, just fucking like the all-star team and just boom, 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 boom. One through nine all have a, a little D next to their name or have a little R next to their name. Right? Cause that's your team. We got to get our team to the all-star team. Irrespective of whether or not someone's qualified, someone has the temperament, someone has the experience, the you know, <laughs> any of that shit. Fuck that. This is our team. Vote for our team. And if you don't do it, you're part of the problem. And then, the, and then everyone gets upset, you know, when their all-star team doesn't make it. And it's not – it becomes less about, you know, what you believe in even and more of like what you are or, or what team you align yourself to. It's all, it's all fucking bullshit. But we have this – we have to get away from that mentality though of like, you know, we're sports fans and, you know, comedian Bill Burr does a – he did a bit about this. And I think it's true. It was like, um, you know, we have to stop treating politics, you know, like these, these guys can do no wrong. Or like we look – because I, and I think of it too of like as a Bengals fan – like amongst other Bengals fans, we can talk internally about, oh, you know, I think so and so is, you know, is not bad, blah 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 blah. And but if I was talking to like a Steelers fan, or a Ravens fan, or, or, or almost any other team, I am like so defensive already. I'm like, no, Carson Palmer, Hall of Fame quarterback, all around great guy. Steelers ruined him, or, or something with like Vontez Perfect. Could do nothing wrong. He didn't. The hit on Antonio Brown was clean. He was cheap shotted by Juju and didn't deserve it. You, and you could go through that the entire thing and not say a bad word about your team because that's just being a sports fan. That's what you do. But this is what we're doing in politics, where it's like 
you know, you make fun of Joe, but- Joe Biden's stutter. And it's like, holy shit, are you a fascist? Are you, you're with them, aren't you? It's like, no, no, th- th- stuttering's fucking funny to me. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I literally live for videos on Twitter of him just, you know, making a serious speech. And because he's a politician, he's serious. He's got like that really bad facelift. And he's like looking, like staring really hard into a teleprompter with his facelift. And under my administration, we're going to have healthcare. Blah, 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 blah. And then he just kind of like trails off mumbling because he knows he fucked up. And he's like, all right, take a deep breath. We'll get back to it, right? And so you got the orange guy over there who is the opposite approach and just fucking free balls it and repeats the same thing over and over again. <laughs> I can't even fucking... We're going to win bigly. We're going to win bigly, bigly, bigly. Look, I, I, I could have won even more bigly, but I, but I said, hey, but I said, hey, I said, hey. I don't want to, I don't want to win too much. I don't want to win too much. <laughs> I don't want to win too much. And it's like that. And it's like, really? Really? These are our choices? These are the best two men that America could put forward? Really? Which is why voting for Kanye, I really don't think it's that outrageous. I really don't fucking think it is. I really, really don't think it is. I mean, you, you can't tell me that Donald Trump is any more qualified to be president than Kanye West. And you can't tell me that Joe Biden has as sharp or a sharper of a mind than Kanye West. I I mean, you you can't do it. And like, I I don't know. Kanye is probably very well-traveled, likable. I mean, could you imagine Kim Jong-il? Kim Jong-il fucking loves... uh, Is it Kim Jong-il or Kim Jong-un? Which one is it? I can't fucking remember. Gilda Kimbrough. Whatever one's currently alive right now. The, the, the love that he has for Dennis Rodman, I guarantee you he's a Kanye fan. You're telling me that Kanye West couldn't get Kim Jong-un to sit down for a fucking meeting? No, dude, come on. Come on. Kanye goes over to Iran, does like a little Sunday service in a robe. Come on. It's a layup. It's a layup. Um, I think he could pick up foreign policy. Better than fucking Trump can. I remember Trump's own secretary of state, an oil executive. Remember, remember Tillerson? I think he was like, on one hand, like everyone's kind of impressed. At least I was at first being like, oh, well, this, you know, guy seems very highly competent. You know, that seems like a change of pace for this administration. I think he'll do a good job. And then like maybe after six months, he resigns because he, he said, quote, Trump is a fucking moron. Um <laughs> Oh, God, all that initial cabinet. Ugh, man, they were gone. So I don't know. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be fine, whatever happens. Um, there is a part of me, though, that, that roots a little bit. The fucked up part of me roots a little bit for the chaos. I, I do hope, for as obnoxious as it is, I do hope that, like, some fucking wild shit does kick off. Because, um, yeah, I just think that stuff's funny, you know? I think one one of the best parts about the last election was um, watching like so-called professional journalists, like you know, anchors crying on live television when they figured out the Trump won. I mean, that was one of the funniest goddamn. I don't care. I don't care what side of it you were on. To watch news anchors cry 
over the results of, again, a legitimate election it is one of the funniest things I've ever seen on TV. And like, I'm, I'm crying on TV is in general is funny. Like going, I love The Bachelor for that reason. Um, I love any of those like sappy, like America's Got Talent shows where like the judges fake crying over some, I don't know, 12 year old with a lisp singing. Um, I was bullied, and now this is my one chance to prove to my friends that I'm cool. And then, you know, Lady Gaga's like losing it in her meat suit. Um, <laughs> no, no, it, it, it would be funny. I mean, like, there's a fucked up part of me that's like, if Trump wins, I mean, the scenes for like the next three months are going to be out of control. I mean, that, that guy who is probably the most graceless person ever in in victory the like the dancing on the grave of the entire media polling Biden democrat it, it's going to be absolutely hilarious to watch so I, part of me there's a part of me that does root for that the fucked up part of me roots for that um you know and then similarly you know if Biden wins i would like to see these fringe right-wing groups with, like, assault rifles, you know, just park their cars on all the major bridges and just pout like like children. Like, you know, like, when your mom is, like, you're at the park and mom says it's time to go and you're like, I don't want to go! And you just, like, you get to, you go to the top of the playset and you just sit at the top of the slide. I'm not going anywhere! I want to stay! That's essentially what the Republicans are going to do, shutting down all the major infrastructure and highways for like a couple of days until like their wives are like, hey, listen, you're you're embarrassing the family. You're embarrassing me. Please fucking take the Trump flag down and come home from the highway. I, you know, your kids miss you. <laughs> oh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be good fun. I don't know. Um, so, I don't know, good luck, good luck to both sides, I don't fucking know, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, good luck to both sides, man. If you really think that your life's going to be demonstrably improved, uh, God bless you. God, I, I wish I could believe in something, I mean, God bless you, I have to say. Um... All right, so what else we got? Oh, we, I got a good, got a good review. We won't make it all about politics, but no, we, we, we well, we'll check in. We'll, we'll check in on Thursday. We'll see how it's going. Um, send me D, if you see some really fucking great protest videos um, or celebration videos. DM them at the herd immunity on Instagram um, or at immunity herd on uh, on Twitter. That'd be great. Um, but let's wrap it up. You're talking about some big sports that happened. I, I have to say, I, I couldn't end this podcast without talking about the Bengals, of course. Um, man, did they look good. They looked really, really good. And I have to admit, man, I, I did not, I, 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 you know, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't bet on them. I bet against them. I thought they were going to get their asses kicked. Double-digit loss. Um, four out of five starting linemen were down prior to the game. Um, it was literally the practice squad. There was a tweet that came out um, 
I can't remember the name of it. Evidently, they call themselves like the bomb squad because in, on the practice team, the scout team, Ryan Finley, the, the backup quarterback, just throws bombs, basically. Um, and so it was essentially the, the practice squad offensive line uh, that got the start and the win, coincidentally. Uh, so that the line was – those guys were very, very happy and excited about that, and deservedly so. It was – Joe Burrow got sacked zero times. Granted, we knew going into it. Tennessee didn't have a great pass rush, um, but it was it, that was an inept pass rush. Joe Burrow looked really good in the pocket and evaded a couple of, of near sacks. But, I mean, even then, I think he made it look easy, and I, I don't think it was particularly hard either. So, credit to the Bengals there. I, I went to the game. That was a good day out. Um, you know, lost a little bit of money on it, but I'll, I'll lose money every day betting against the Bengals if they if they win. So... Um, that was really fun. Joe Burrow, he is the real deal, man. I mean, he's he's got so much confidence, and with that confidence, he's got the ability to slot the ball in. You know, be it a three yard slant, five yard slant, or you know, a twenty yard post route down on the move. He's just he's he's so good. Um, the defense. Played well too. Von Bell uh, had almost had. I think he had an interception that was taken away on a penalty, on an offsides call from Lawson that was bad. Um, Jesse Bates got another huge, huge pick. So um, the Bengals safeties look look really, really good. I still think they need a cornerback. Um, if I was if I was drafting, you know, I, I think we we go we try and take quarterback one. I'm sorry, a cornerback one. Um, I'm thinking a, a D end, a pass rushing defensive end two, um, and then maybe see if you can find some value in wide receiver. Um, given that I, I can't imagine, I mean John Ross is gone, um, and AJ Green. It's it's easy for me to sit here and think that yeah, knowing the Brown family, um, they're going to pay him. Not saying that they should. I, I we'll have to see what he's willing to accept. I mean, I, I think taking Green for $5 million a year is worth it. Anything more than that, you're overpaying. Um, but in any case, I think it, it wouldn't be a bad idea to, to try and get some um, wide receiver talent in, in the middle middle rounds. I think I've seen on some draft boards, you know, the Bengals taking a wide receiver in the first round. I, 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 don't, I, I don't think you need to do that. Um, you know, and maybe try in, in the fourth round, pick up an off, another offensive lineman. Although I think they've done a decent job in free agency, um, picking up some pieces. I think they got Infinity, they got a center, um, they got a right guard in, in Spain. Um, Bobby Hart's been competent at right tackle, so I'm not, I'm not sure that's a huge, a huge need right now. But if you could find some value in, in the middle rounds, I think that's, that's what we would do. So um, Zach Taylor's offense is looking good. It's getting better. It's such a far cry from what it was the beginning of last year when you're at the games and they're running shotgun and QB draws on second and 10 and just absolute nonsense calls. And, and the play calling has gotten much, much, much better. Um, the offense is clicking. I think that's – I saw some some offensive ratings, Bengals in the top five in, in offensive categories, which is awesome. So I think what Zach Taylor's – what he's cooking, it's working. Um the players are buying in. A handful obviously haven't, um, but there's a good core there. There's a good enough core they're buying in that I'm I'm 
more than willing to stick it out the rest of this year um, and definitely give them a shot next year. But next year, that's when the rubber has to meet the road. We saw a glimpse on Sunday of what they're capable of against the Titans. Um, but I think, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think you give them, I think you give them all next year too. I, I, I don't see a scenario where we're, where we should be looking to fire him, but he's got to start, he's got to start winning more consistently, um, and putting in more consistent performances like the one we saw on Sunday. So that was exciting. And then Celtic won too. So I made, I made a lot of money on Celtic. I, I had some really fucking bad beats over the weekend. Um, I, I, I hit on Northwestern, which was a good call, but I mean, LSU got smacked. Uh, I had a terrible beat on a missed field goal with Ohio State. I had a terrible pick six on Oklahoma State, who I, or I'm sorry, Utah State, who I bet on. Um, and then, yeah, I, I lost one more. I can't even remember. So, and then to come into Sunday and um, to double down on, on Celtic and win, that was, that was really good. So a good, a good sports weekend for me as well. Celtic onto the cup final. Uh, they put in a good performance they're starting to look up to, which is good. Um, all right. Well, I think that's that's all I got. You know, no, there were no DMs that came in this week. No, um, no emails. So there's no reads for, for today. Um, but there is big news. And, and here is the teaser. Is at the website Chili Vibes Only. It is live. Chili Vibes Only, the blog, is live. It's on the interweb. You can find it at... Hold on, I gotta fucking look it up again. It's, um... Like, <laughs> WordPress. So, so the thing is, is I, I, I need to buy the URL. I just haven't fucking done... I, I'm, I'm just waiting to buy it, if I can get a deal on it. Um, but the good news is, it, it's live. I just gotta get you the URL... And I've also created a, um, an Instagram page for it. So the way it's going to work, and I, I finally feel comfortable, and it's been a few months I've been talking about this, but I finally feel comfortable with the system that we got. It took a few months of doing these reviews, writing them down, to realize that that is an important part, and, and that's the lasting you know, part of it. But some of it, too, is like, for as, as good as I believe that I am <laughs> at writing and, and being descriptive and, and getting a good sense for what a place is... Um, what I'm not thinking, it's, I just don't think it's for everybody. And so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually promote um, Chili Vibes Only and try and get like a decent following on there. And then on Instagram, kind of put out the content in real time, some video, uh, some, some speaking, you know, kind of taking, like literally showing you as I eat the coney, that type of stuff. Um, and I think I'm going to put those out every Friday. So we're going to do that, and then the, the blog right up, that, that'll come you know, later that day, um, but try and get it all up there. So it's kind of exactly what I wanted to do at first. I didn't really know how to, to go about doing it. You know, I was thinking, do I need someone to follow me around and film it? You know, I don't want to do like the Dave Portnoy, like one bite only for pizza, although I think, it would, I think that would work with Coney's. I think it really would work, but um, I, you know, I, I don't want to be totally derivative of somebody else. Um, so I think the way, the way that I'm going to do it, I, I'm really, I'm really excited about cause it's going to be like selfie video and it, it's, 
going to be amusing too in some in some sense because I'm by myself and like I'm like literally talking into like my Instagram camera, so I'm kind of like talking at like a hushed tone. So I think I think it will be funny um, in that sense. So there will be video content. Um, there'll be me content. There's going to be obviously the blog that will be written. Um, that's what I wanted to do all along, um, but didn't really know how much I wanted to invest production wise into this, which is zero, there's zero production value in this. Um, but it gets me to where I I think the, the blog should be. So the first one will go up on Friday. I can guarantee you that I can guarantee you the content will go live on Instagram on Friday. The blog itself is already up because I, I went through and I had to go back and it was a long story, but um, starting every Friday, there's going to be content on the blog, content uh, on Instagram. So go out and, and check that out. The Instagram handle is at chillyvibes.only. At chillyvibes.only. Um, and then the website, fucking Jesus Christ. I can never remember anything. Uh-oh. Woohoo! Ooh, is that a COVID sneeze? Might be. Oh, after the game? After the game. <laughs> Very socially distant, but then we went to this bar um, uh, on the banks, and no fucking rules, no goddamn rules, not a single mask in sight. People walking around, standing around. Uh, it was it was actually pretty scary. I, I I didn't stay long. I think I stayed for a beer, and I was kind of weirded out. I like I double masked. I I had my mask on underneath my over mask, so hopefully I was safe. But yeah, for the past like couple of days, every time we've sneezed, I've been like. Um, all right. WordPress. Jesus Christ. Fucking. Hold on. Hold on. Jeez. This is great. This is great podcasting, isn't it, Pat? Hey, Pat, it would help if you actually prepared. I know. I know. I know. I can prepare better. But it's like, isn't this, it's fucking funnier, right? If I'm, if I'm not prepared, it, it feels more organic. I just want this to feel natural and I just want... I want it to be organic, you know? I want people to know it's me, you know? Um, all right, all right. Hold on, Jesus Christ. Um, fuck it out. You know what? I'll just put it in the... Um, how about I put it in the description? How about that? Does that work? If I put it in the description. Why the fuck can't I find it? I'm literally, I'm literally in like the back end of it, but I can't. Site. Oh, if I go to pages, maybe it'll let me go. Published. Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. Oh, is it because I'm on the wrong site? Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. All right, here it is, everybody. Here it is, everybody. It is wordpress.com. Slash chili vibes only. No, that's not fucking it. That's not it. All right, here it is. Jesus. All right, get your pens out. I got it. Get your pens out. God, this is fucking brutal podcast. God bless. If, if anyone's made it this far, spit it out, Pat. What is it? Thank you. For anyone that's, that's made it this far, I, I want to thank you because this is probably the, last, the most brutal five minutes of your life. You're never going to get this time back. All right, it's spit it out, Pat. It's chili vibes only. Dot wordpress.com. That's chili vibes only. Dot wordpress.com. So I'm giving you a lot of, if you haven't followed the herd immunity already, fucking go do that. 
Now we're following Chili Vibes only. Um, and there's even more content out there. So, uh, again, thank you all. Stay safe. Um, you know, I hope your guy wins whatever fucking tie he's wearing, red or blue. If he's wearing a blue tie or a red tie, uh, I hope that you find solace in the fact that he's going to make your life better or at least the perception that he's going to make your life better. Um, and yeah, it, you know, if you lose, go out, throw some shit at a, at a police officer, go throw some shit at the courthouse. Um, and then, you know, throw a temper tantrum and make sure that the other half of the country that you feel are just, you know, so bad that you have to go cry in the streets. Um, make sure... Uh, that you do that because that'll make some good content for Thursday. So hopefully we'll know by then who wins and this stuff doesn't drag out anymore. But um, yeah, stay safe, everybody. Take care uh, and have a, have a great election day.